Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday, the 1st of September, which means... Spring, spring, spring. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and today we say ta-ta Toby Green, moolah for Cristiano Ronaldo, and more drama for Latrell's high shot on Joey Manu. But first... The US Open is on, and Nick Kyrgios is out. And less than two hours, not much expended in this final set for Batista Agut. Nick Kyrgios said goodbye to Flushing Meadows in just one hour and 48 minutes in a straight set's first round loss to Spanish 18th seed Roberto Batista Agut yesterday. But he didn't leave quiet. Taking bathroom break for 20 minutes is also part of the game. That's part of the game too. Everything's part of the game. I need to take a uh, part of the game. Just three games into the first set, Nick got into it with the chair umpire about the tournament's COVID protocols that require players to place their towels in a box at the back of the court themselves instead of handing them to the ball boys as has been done previously. So to walk back and forth to a towel. My job is to come out here and play for the people, not to walk back and forth to the towel. It's not my job. Why, why does that work? But I need it because I can't play it. Then you need to go to the towel and you need to play the way. Well, with his tournament over, Nick will now have plenty of time to adjust to the new tower requirements of his job. But Nick's early exit does allow us to focus in on Ash Barty's campaign for multiple Grand Slam victories this year, and it got off to a flying start early this morning. Perfect start to world number one Ash Barty's US Open campaign after blitzing her opponent 6-1 in the first set. She needed a second set tiebreak to close out the match against Vonareva. So she's done very well there, Ash Barty. Barty rolled through her first round against Veris Vonareva of Russia, putting her one step closer to a third career Grand Slam victory. Oh yeah, the Barty party is firing up again. Just before 9.30am yesterday, it began. And they're calling it... The trial of the century. Toby Green was fighting to keep his season alive, charged with intentionally making contact with umpire Matt Stevich at the three-quarter time break of last Saturday's win over the Sydney Swans. Green and the Giants opted to enter a not guilty plea. It's a bold strategy. And almost four hours later, with Green having already left the tribunal so that he could catch a flight to Perth for Friday night's clash against Geelong, the decision came in. Green was found guilty of making intentional contact and was handed a three-game suspension, which, even if GWS make it all the way to the grand final, means Toby's season is over. But there could still be a twist. What a twist! While the Giants accepted the punishment, stating that they would not be appealing, AFL CEO Gil McLaughlin, while announcing that the grand final would officially be played in Perth this year, indicated that the AFL themselves weren't happy with what they viewed as a lenient punishment by the tribunal. If I'm honest, I find it personally, and I need to be careful, hard to reconcile how it can be uh, intentional conduct that was aggressive, demonstrative and disrespectful, I think was found to be all of those things, and then and then only be three weeks. Hope the Giants kept Toby's lawyer on retainer. He might be headed back. The fallout from Latrell Mitchell's hit on Joey Manu last Friday in the Roosters-Rabbitohs clash continues, and this time it's the officials involved who've copped the hit. Henry Perinara, who was in the bunker and failed to act and send Latrell from the field, um, has been 
stood down this weekend. Bunker referee Henry Paranara is in the NRL's bad books, while on-field referee Ashley Klein has been dropped to officiate at a lower level. But the man at the middle of all this is perhaps struggling more than people realise, according to his uncle Morris. How's he going? He's not going too well. Mitchell's uncle Morris spoke to Triple M's Paddy and Rob Palmer yesterday to explain and defend his nephew and shine a light on Mitchell's state of mind. He's regretful. Uh, every day I bring him, he's, um, yeah, the voice, you can just tell it in his voice that he's, um, yeah, it was just an unfortunate accident. And uh, he's spoken to Joseph Manu, they've, um, they've talked about it and done all that sort of stuff. When you, that happens in the media, I don't know, twist it, whatever they do to it, but it's just, I don't know, it was just an unfortunate accident. And, and I mean, they're playing rugby league, one of the toughest sports in the world. I mean, some of these things are going to happen. Concerningly, Morris also told the show that Latrell's partner has been receiving death threats online since the incident, which takes this whole thing from being a football story to something much more ugly and serious. Cristiano Ronaldo is officially a Red Devil once more. Ronaldo at the far post. It's towards Cristiano Ronaldo! Fantastic! Manchester United turned defence to attack and Ronaldo scored again. Yesterday, Manchester United completed the signing of the five-time Ballon d'Or winner Ronaldo from Juventus on a two-year deal after he passed a medical, secured a visa and agreed to personal terms with the club. And when I say personal terms, I mean the absurd amount of money he's going to earn over the next two years. How much is enough? How big? does this pile have to be? Well, the pile for Cristiano is going to be roughly £385,000 a week. That's $725,000 Australian every week for the next two years. Which, just so you know, is about $175,000 more than our Prime Minister Scott Morrison earns in a year. It doesn't get more fair dinkum than this. The salary will instantly make Ronaldo Man U's highest paid player, surpassing goalkeeper David De Gea, so he's got the paycheck, and now we wait to see if Ronaldo can bring glory back to the club where he won his first Ballon d'Or back in 2008. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Wednesday the 1st of September. I'm Liam Flanagan. Enjoy your first day of spring. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.